0: What's going on? Welcome to episode 125 of the Nintendo Powercast. I'm your host, and 64 Josh, Player2.
1: Hate Zero, what's up, dude? What's going on, Josh? And what is up, NPC fam? It is your boy Hate Zero, your hero.
0: Player 3. Dan, what's going on, dude?
1: Not much. I
2: don't have as cool of an intro, but <laughs> since this is only a three-player game and the only one I can think of is Secret of Mana. That's kind of like how I feel right now is just <laughs> that entire game.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Right. I like it. I like it. The music you just heard was from On Being Human. You can check them out on Spotify and YouTube. Remember, this is an unofficial Nintendo podcast. And if you'd like to get yourself a free book from Audible, you can go to audibletrial.com NPC. There you can choose from excellent books like Blood, Sweat, and Pixels or Ready Player One. Again, that's audibletrial.com NPC. The chair I'm sitting in is from O.P. Seat. If you go to n64josh.com slash O.P. Seat, you automatically save $10 at checkout. And uh, I love these chairs and i was just interviewed by their ceo for the uh, opc podcast and so that's going to be releasing either this week or next um via youtube itunes all that stuff so um i will i will be re re uh Posting that once uh, once it goes live. But to get the chair and save the ten bucks, OPC. Nope, n64josh.com slash OP seat. Lastly, if you want to start your own gaming podcast, I put together a guide called the Gamer's Guide to Podcasting. And uh it's basically just a, a launch plan to get you off the ground to uh, help you promote, help you grow, help you get your stuff out there. And you can go to n64josh.com slash podcast book to pick up the uh, either the the ebook or the audio version. That's n64josh.com slash podcast book. Hey, listen! We do the show live, twitch.tv slash n64josh, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, Tuesdays and Thursdays. But I'm not sure about this Thursday... The show's going to come out in the audio form no matter what, and I'll still do the show live. I don't know the exact time because I found local Smash Bros tournaments that happen every other Thursday, so I want to go check it out. The problem is it's about uh, 45 minutes from where I live, so the show's either going to be early or late. I'm still waiting on the time for when these tournaments start, so Um, there you go. But uh, Tuesdays, still 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time there we go. I would say Twitter and Discord are going to be your best ways to know. Um, (laughs) Once I know more, everybody will know more. I have a new streaming schedule Monday through Friday, starting at 4 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, going for about an hour and a half, just playing a little bit of Fortnite, playing, uh, we're playing through the messenger right now. Um, as well. Yep. So, good times, good times. And then Fridays, we got our first look starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and that is uh, just checking out indie titles and and new games that are um gonna be making their way onto the Switch. Fingers crossed if everything goes as planned, we're gonna look at Blade Strangers this week because I really want to check mm-hmm. that game out. I want to see Shovel Knight in a, in a fighting game. You know, so it's
2: weird. <laughs> it's weird. I played some of it a couple days ago, and it yeah, it's weird. Yeah, so in a good way, in a good way.
0: We're in a good way. Well, that's good. That's good. Um That's it. That's it for the announcements. Let's get to the uh let's get to the reviews and impressions. Eric. Yo. Any any reviews or impressions for us this uh this
1: week? Um yeah, so I picked up Hollow Knight on the sale. Jeez, this was a couple weeks back now, wasn't it? Um been playing that so i'm gonna surprise people and i think the game is good but it's not phenomenal for me Mm -hmm. so far um it's definitely good fun playable um but i have no attachment to the story so far whatsoever like i'm just playing it just to play it the controls are tight um i have no complaints there the music's good the graphics are great but there is no story that i care about not to say it doesn't have a story i just it doesn't hook me for whatever reason um so that was surprising um but overall it's a good game still worth playing i just you know my my gauge for platformers is celeste and it just doesn't it doesn't hit the mark for me um second or more importantly, I wanted to talk about, I bought the skull kid, uh, grip case is what they call it. The skull skull and co is it skull and co skull kid skull, something or another grip case. Like I was um, thinking Majoris Masker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so as I, I, I was, was like, like I, what? I don't know about this.
0: Continue. <laughs> the, um,
1: the skull and co <laughs> grip case. Um, at first hated it. It came with the, uh, I think they call them trigger. Uh, it comes with two different grips. The trigger grips were a little too aggressive for me. I put the more standard controller grip on there, and it's pretty comfortable. I do have a complaint with the bumpers. They're a little harder to press, and that's frustrating. Mm. But, overall, it's not a bad product. I might be in the minority, though. I don't have issues where I get crazy hand fatigue playing the The switch so i probably wasn't the target because i watched their i watched their infomercial which is like the typical white people can't do anything infomercial where the guy's like playing the controller and he has to like shake out his hands because apparently playing the switch hurts your (laughs) hands so much you violently shake and like that has never been me so um if that's you and you just are like, Oh my goodness, there must be a better way. Oh, no. uh, maybe the skull and co is for you. <laughs> it's I'm picturing that guy walking out to wash his car and he's got like
0: like four buckets, all the soap, and he just magically <laughs> yeah. trips and falls. Like washing mm-hmm. your car is so difficult. I don't I yeah. don't know.
1: Yeah, it's like or like I can't open a milk carton without exploding it everywhere. Right. <laughs> right. Um so If you're in that position where it's uncomfortable, I think it definitely does improve the ergonomics. You can hold on to it better. I don't feel like it's going to slip out of my hands. That's the biggest thing. Sometimes the switch feels like it's going to slip out of your hands a little bit. Um, This definitely takes that away. So that's cool. cool.
0: That's cool. All right. uh,
2: Dan, how about you, man? What have you been playing anything? Oh, man, have I been playing stuff on my Nintendo Switch? It doesn't stop, really, because just games from 2013 to 2018 keep coming out on it. <laughs> um, but it's it's a good way to add to my backlog. Um, I finally finished Night in the Woods, though. Uh, great game. Excellent. Really do suggest checking it out. It was a little slow to start. But it eventually picked up Um, a couple hours in. This isn't like a Final Fantasy 13 situation where it's like, oh, it opens up after 20 or 30 hours. It's like, just just give it a little bit of a chance. It's slow burn, mostly reading, but a ton of fun and very emotional story in terms of stuff that I'm playing. Because I've actually been hanging out with people a whole lot more in terms of stuff I've been playing with them. Uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris has been a hit. And nonstop. That That's game cool. is still an awesome puzzle game, and it has the most generous demo ever because you can just download basically a free version of that game, play it with four people, and basically the only thing you're missing out on is a subpar story mode and online <laughs> multiplayer. So those are the two I've kind of been cycling through, thinking about starting Hollow Knight soon, um, and I'm still finally going through Bayonetta. I think I'm about two thirds of the way through that. Cool. So <laughs> lots of good games yeah. as always. For sure. For sure. Well, this
0: last Friday, I uh I took the plunge and picked up The Messenger. It is currently my indie game of the year. Hmm. Like it is good. It is difficult. I had a few different people watching the stream. They're like, "This is too hard for me. I'm not I won't be picking this one up." Um it is hilarious the writing is so good like ridiculous um it's really good i can't recommend it enough so and i'm like here's what I, my understanding of it is you you play through an 8 bit then it goes 16 bit and then eventually turns into like a metroidvania style so um yeah really really liking it destinut says uh stop the press i like a game <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> tell me about it i thought that they would never come
0: <laughs> um i also really love this next game it's called video kid it's five bucks on the eShop. It is a like a uh paperboy uh clone mm-hmm. and you're delivering uh you're delivering pirated videotapes no
2: there, way i've never heard of this
0: there's 80s pop culture all through this thing like ghostbusters scooby-doo care bears alvin and the chipmunks california raisins a team uh thundercats um it's so much like so much out of control, you look like Marty McFly, and you unlock like at one point, the Terminator just phases in right in front of you, and there's like uh like Arnold Schwarzenegger all like knelt down right in the middle of the street, and you gotta ollie over him, really, really fun. What I love about this game five bucks, and it's one of those just pick up play for five, like it's, it's the epitome of one of those, like, oh, I've got five minutes to kill. Let me do a couple runs of this, you know? So, and then if you end up having a really good run, you can just let it sleep and pick it back up where you left off. So, but you're earning money the whole time. You're unlocking stuff. Like it's, it's, it's definitely worth the $5 in my opinion. Is like,
1: it a, is it a roguelike? Cause if you don't say roguelike, I don't know what to do with my life.
0: <sighs> I mean, I guess if you want to get, it, I, I guess technically it is because. But,
1: uh, all I, right, I'm sold. You had me at roguelike.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's not it's it's more like Paperboy, like the levels vary, but I don't know that they're all like procedurally generated. You may see different characters along the way but oh, okay. for the most part they were pretty similar. Other I saw than, like, it
1: on the eShop. I think yesterday I was looking and it looked cool. The the style style's kind of like uh Crossy Road if you've ever played it on mobile. Kind of looks like that. Okay. Like top down, not
0: maybe like three quarters down, was it? It's kind of a three quarter down. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So it looks really cool. I'm glad you are saying decent things cuz I might pick it up.
0: I, I honestly playing it i'm like i literally thought oh my gosh eric would love this game <laughs> like <laughs> there we go so and if there you guys go. of course i have the first looks on my youtube channel n6 or uh, youtube.com slash n64 josh you can check out the videos there but uh we were kind of freaking out playing video kid because it was like what care bears what ninja turtles what goes you know and then we're like hey where's the like um uh is it Riggs and I can't remember like from Lethal Weapon are running down mm-hmm. the street. Pee Wee Herman's riding his bike. Uh, Pamela Anderson jogging down it's the street. Hasselhoff. Riggs and
1: Murtaugh, bro. There Come you on. Go. Murtaugh. Yeah. How are you going to Mur- forget Murtaugh? Murtaugh.
0: There it is. There it is. So, getting too old for this stuff. <laughs> I guess. Um, <laughs> so it, it's really good. I highly, mm-hmm. highly recommend. So, uh, with that, let's get to the news. <laughs> All right, some gaming news, and then we're going to spend a lot of time in talking points. But mm-hmm. a couple of different games we're going to talk about. First is the World Ends with You Remix will only support Joy-Con and touch yeah. controls, and it's single Joy-Con. Yeah, and touch controls. This is from Nintendo Life. Uh, Eric, I'm going to let you start with this because you're you're already shaking your head.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, This takes it from a I was going to buy it to I won't touch it even on sale. Really? Yep. I I think that's stupid. Um, And I'm not saying a game like that shouldn't. Yeah, I am. A game like that shouldn't exist on a hybrid console. I expect every game to be playable in all the configurations necessary. Right. You know, I mean that I just I don't like it. I don't want to touch my screen. Uh, I just don't. And single Joy Con is one of the worst gaming experiences. Like it's just it's good in a pinch to like, hey buddy, come check out this sweet Nintendo, play Mario Kart really quick. But outside of that, it's not fun. I so yeah, it's a no for me.
0: Okay. Really. That's uh, so this is Ouch. this is one of our talking <laughs> points uh after this, this whole single Joy Con
2: okay. debate. So yeah. so keep that in mind. Uh Dan, what do you think? I mean, it's it's not a deal breaker for me. The World Ends With You is an excellent game. Um, I think the single Joy-Con thing is a little weird. So um, if, if I remember correctly, you can still play it with dual Joy-Cons, right? Is that a thing at all? Or is it just single Joy-Con when it's...
0: From the way the article read, it was a single Joy-Con. Really? And it allowed for for Ugh. for aiming on the screen. If you remember correctly, the way this game played on the, yeah. the ds no, was a d-pad and a stylus cool yeah and you so i don't know i'm i'm still it's- i'm gonna pull the trigger on this we we'll, you guys will get the you'll get the first look you'll get my impressions
2: but uh yeah interesting choice I I think it is an interesting choice because it's it's the sort of thing where it should be 100 percent compatible if it's compatible docked at all with the pro controller, because there are games on the switch that totally are handheld only. Voez, for instance, and and Voez is a great game and I can't see it ever working while docked and I can see how disappointing the world ends with you is where they can't figure that out, where it seems somewhat easy. Of course, me, Armchair developer i don't even know how to make games in my mind it's just copy paste and now it's on switch but i i think it's a little ridiculous i i feel like the negative fervor around it definitely is maybe going to change something but if they're confident with it i mean it doesn't really matter to me at the end of the day since i do play my switch for the most part in handheld mode and that's 100 percent how i'm gonna play it
1: so i'm still gonna buy it anyway if if i could do handheld with both controllers, I would I would probably because I, I have been playing a ton more handheld so that yeah. that wouldn't bother me. But to either have to use one Joy-Con as a magic wand or touch screen, like I just I don't want to play that game. I didn't want to yeah. play it on the Wii. I don't want to play it today. Yeah. Um, it's just not not for me. I don't I, I'm a gamer. I like to move my thumbs. If I wanted to move my whole body, I'd go outside. Gotcha. So here's, no, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Here,
0: here's what uh, here's what the Nintendo Life article says. It says. During a Nintendo demo event at PAX West 2018, U.S. Gamer was informed the World Ends With You Final Remix would not support the Pro Controller. As uh, previously announced, the game will utilize solo Joy-Con play with motion reticle aiming and touchscreen gotcha. controls in handheld mode. The single Joy-Con play style means a second player can easily
2: join in on the fun in co-op. Mm. So, it's just going to be gyro then. It's not going to be using, if it's two player, then does that mean two people need to have right Joy Cons? Because I was figuring that the whole reason why it would be single Joy Con is because they wanted you to be using the right one, which had an IR sensor on it rather than just the baked in jet. This is bad. I don't know about this anymore. It's bad and confusing. I think I might actually pull my pre order.
1: (laughs) So, wait until you get a little more info, but yeah, it's. I just, <laughs> it, I I don't like that. No.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, we're going to say, where, where are you, Josh? Uh, uh, I was surprised. <laughs> the thing is, I'm still confused on how this game's going to play at all. Right. Because the other, yeah. the way it played before was with the, uh, so I need to try to find some of these. Maybe they, they have some of the demonstration on, uh, uh, on YouTube or something. Like I want to yeah. know, I want to know a little bit more about it. I mean, if it's essentially a point-and-click adventure, it's going to seem a little bit weird. Mm-hmm. But if I remember correctly, there's kind of a rhythm element to the game in a in a way. It seemed like anyway, like not not yeah. like not not like Rhythm Heaven or something like that or Guitar Hero, but just kind of like you were you were kind of fight tr- trying to fight in a in a in a particular rhythm almost. So uh, we'll, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. It, what's strange is that t- like. Solo Joy-Con play with motion reticle aiming and touchscreen controls in
2: handheld mode. Like makes it sound like you can't even play handheld without touching the screen. It it won't be it's going to be like the iOS or Android port, like uh, most likely
1: then. Mm. Yeah.
0: That is very yeah. very interesting decision.
1: The Switch is just awkward to hold with one hand and touchscreen. I played the Pokemon whatever that was on there. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. it's just too bulky and weird to do that for me um i have to but. play with the joy cons off if i'm gonna have to
2: play only right. with touch controls yeah it's, yeah yeah
0: yeah so there you go that uh, that may be impacting some people's decision as uh, as you guys can see just now <laughs> <laughs> i'm back and forth on it speaking so, of know. uh solo joy con games Super yeah, yeah. Mario Party is getting Joy-Con bundles uh, for Japan no. and Europe. Uh, they're coming. I mean, it makes total sense, right? Because if you want to be able to get the game and two Joy-Cons, you can in, immediately do four players at that point. So it um, mm-hmm. makes sense. Japan's looks a little cooler. It's like the neon red and the uh, neon yellow. And they both have the uh, matching color wrist straps, which I don't. Does anybody buy those things? <laughs> like. <No. laughs> Yeah. so i mean seven bucks a pop for matching colors mm. um anyway i can buy lunch uh, instead right there you go nothing announced for the u.s that i was able to find as of yet so um europe and japan i i mean
2: i, I find it hard to believe we wouldn't we wouldn't see well that i mean i mean we've gotten every single Joy-Con set correctly uh, correct like and not even just retailer exclusive I think I'm trying to think if there's any of them, because it's uh, the
1: dark keep... blue ones. They keep showing up everywhere that we don't have. <laughs> the
2: uh, the red ones were only available through the Odyssey. Um, yeah. Bundle, yeah. But even but... then, didn't they sell them separately? I'm not. You had, I'm to, not you sure had to import
0: them. OK.
2: Yeah. That you makes had, sense. You had to. Import okay. them.
0: So anyway, I imagine we'll see something here. Uh, lastly, a little bit of Fortnite news. Epic is working with Nintendo to improve Fortnite performance on the Switch. Here's from EpicGames.com. Switch players are reporting issues with models and environment not rendering properly, which is totally true. The game looks like Play-Doh. I've been I've been doing my dailies every morning on stream, and it's rough. It's rough. Um, as well as an increase in hitches that have apparently gotten worse with each update also true we're investigating what the root cause for this is and we'll provide updates once more info, uh, once we have more information um, and then shortly after getting the update it said we have found the issue with the loading performance degrading over subsequent patches we're working with Nintendo on a fix for the root cause of this targeting the 5.4 release um, internal test results look positive and we're hopeful that this will improve the situation significantly. And then lastly, if I, t- I took this step because of uh, different people in the, uh, in the, in the community nightcrawler being one of them was mm-hmm. like, Hey, um, I also think uh, for Maxis also was like switch to uh, move the game to your internal storage, and get it off your SD card. Really? And it okay. seems, uh, it seems to help somewhat, but, um, not every time. Like what's funny. Every time there's an update, I fire up the stream. People are like, is it better? Is it better? Is it better? And I'm like, well, the first one loaded. Okay. And then I die and come back and no, nothing like there's been so many times. Like you die from, from, from lag or the building hasn't loaded for me, but it's loaded for the other person, which means if the building's not there, there's no weapons there and you kind of just phase through the building it's super frustrating so um good to hear that they're going to be improving it um
2: either of you guys play either of you like i i i jumped off of it um i mean like when it first came to eth so when they first announced it at e3 um i remember being in my hotel or airbnb or wherever i was staying and downloading it and then playing it on a hotspot on the way home. And I was like, wow, I like Fortnite now. I guess I'm a Fortnite fan. And then it was that whole thing where I was playing it with my roommates every night where one of them was on an Xbox One. And that was insanely cool. And um, just being able to have that crossplay was great. And then within the past like month or two, I've kind of fallen off of it. I haven't played a match recently. And then just hearing all of these issues with the updates doesn't really want me, doesn't really make me want to come back. At all. Or yeah. And until they figure it out or fix it or until like I have that itch again. Because you can only play so many rounds of Fortnite, I feel. Some people can play it forever, but I feel like I kinda get saturated on those multiplayer games. Gotcha. Gotcha.
1: Eric? Yeah. Um I, I did play it for a little bit, um, kinda the same thing, but all the Nintendo Fortnite players who are complaining about it, have never played PUBG on the Xbox, obviously. Because <laughs> all of that was par for the course for me. So it wasn't you know, when I played Fortnite, I'm like, this is fine. Like this is no problem. It's better than PUBG as far as loading mm-hmm. um and you know, textures and everything. So I'm like, this is great. Mm-hmm. Um but no I haven't played in quite a while and I hear it's actually getting worse, right? With each patch like they're saying. So mm-hmm. um kinda weird. Yeah. Maybe stop ruining it <laughs> would be, would be my recommendation to Epic. Just go ahead and stop ruining it. <laughs> stop ruining it.
0: All right. Well, Hey, let's, uh, let's get to the talking points. Here we go! All right. So PAX West was this last weekend and, uh, <laughs> Dan hooked me up with the pass on Monday and then, yep. uh, you know, so that was cool. And I took my boys down. We, the, the, my boys immediately went to the Fortnite, uh, the, the Fortnite uh, event. <laughs> and I, of course, went to the Nintendo booth. And, uh, so very cool. <sighs> so bizarre to try to get in line to play Mario party and, uh, smash. Literally, this is what we were told. Here's where the line ends. Don't start a line after this. Just pace back and forth and we'll tell you when you can get in line. And Mm -hmm. so literally for a half hour, I paced back and forth, back and forth. And then it was literally like musical chairs. They were like, okay, to the wall. And I was like, I'm way over here. What do you do? Thankfully, the lady was like, I've seen you pacing long enough. Get in line. I was like, oh, thank you. (laughs) Because
1: <laughs> yeah. why don't they hand out vouchers, you know, tickets? The DMV has been using a yeah. ticketing system for <laughs> yeah. 6,000 years. Like, why not do something like that to organize the chaos? I I don't know. It's I don't it, know. it's something that they did at E3 this year. Like, when I was registered
2: for E3, about two weeks before, they sent me an email saying, hey, here's an event, bright. Um, link and then just schedule whatever time in these 30 minute windows you'd like to come and check out Super Smash Brothers and it was the thing at the Nintendo booth where there's two different lines one is for indie games and then Pokemon and Diablo which was the the biggest way to like say screw it to the independent games and then there was one line that was just for Smash Brothers and Mario Party and it could have easily had a sort of ticket system or Eventbrite system for the Smash Brothers and Mario Party one I I thought it was I thought it was a mess because it was, again, that sort of thing where I was circling like a hawk the entire time. And then the second the dude got out of line who had the thing that said, hey, the line is capped. We just all shifted over to the wall and then the line was made instantly like it was it was a travesty because because like there is no system involved at all but i was i was lucky enough to also get in the smash brothers and mario party line um but wasn't able to get into the diablo one um or pokemon one or whatever other indie games that were there unfortunately so
0: let's let's talk about mario party then you got to oh, play what you
2: what'd you, th- oh, what'd you I, think so i've never fried tofu in my life <laughs> But that is one of the best uses of HD rumble I have ever seen because that is it uses because all of the multiplayer games, as far as I know, and all of the games in Mario Party are single Joy-Con, much like The World Ends With You. Uh. so no pro controllers there but there's one particular game where you're frying tofu on a pan and it's like one-on-one motion controls with you and this frying pan and you're flipping this square piece of tofu over and over again to make sure it's fried on every single end and once one side is fried it like sends a signal to the joy con and you get in that flow state with that mini game and it feels great like a lot of the different games were utilizing all of the switches gimmicks and everything into a way that made it seem like an enhanced gameplay rather than it being some sort of like tech demo, which is kind of what one Two switch felt like.
0: Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty certain I had meat in my frying pan.
2: <laughs> I think it might've been meat. I just assumed it was a square something because I literally but... told the people I was playing with, like
0: there's some vegans that may not want to play. Are you serious? You
1: excited me because I fried tofu, (laughs) no joke, at least once a week. I was like, this is a big
2: square of tofu to me because I was like, why would I be cooking a square piece of? I guess it was red. It was red meat. I guess It was red. It was
0: it was red meat. I got.
2: I was. You know. There was no tofu frying mini game. I apologize (laughs) to everyone that I just disappointed.
1: I just. It's a one out of ten for me now.
0: (laughs) So. Yeah, all, all five games, Mm -hmm. all single Joy-Con, a good mix of motion control and then using the controller like a standard, like a standard uh, controller. I enjoyed all five games. I thought they were, I thought they were great. Um, I actually spent I I don't know, probably 15 minutes speaking with one of the, uh, one of the guys that worked on it for like the localization and stuff. And he was like. So I'm gonna probably send an email off to some of the higher ups in Japan. What What'd you think of the game? I'm like, I thought it was, I thought it was excellent. It felt like it 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 felt like the Mario Party I've been wanting to play for a long time. Really, like we all remember the feeling we got from the first few games that were like, this is great, and we haven't had that in so long. It's kind of just wow. been like, man. And there's it seems like it has the potential to over deliver on content yet again, because of the, you know, you've got the online mini games, you've got the mode where you're putting switches together and tabletop and, and, and doing things like that. It, it could be one of those things that doesn't work very well and nobody ends up liking it kind of like motion controls on Mario tennis. Yeah. It could also be really fun and be something that people really get into. Yeah. Um, Plus you have just the board game, things like that. So I, I'm 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 pretty excited for it. And I'm not I'm not all that bothered by the single Joy-Con. We'll we'll talk about that Neither further um uh in a little while because it it uh it's definitely a hot topic right now. So, yeah. Um so then after after Mario Party was Smash Bros. Yes. What did you think? This is your second time playing it, right? This,
2: yeah, I know. I know, right? I'm just this spoiled little boy that <laughs> yeah, gets play Super Smash Brothers <laughs> more than anybody else. Um, so it's the same demo at E3. As far as I know, some people were saying that there were some balance changes, which I think I feel like I noticed because... Uh, when I first played Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, whoever I was playing against, the group, uh, I was dominating. I won every single round, and this time I was not, so it could definitely have been balance <laughs> changes. <laughs> um, but all of the same selection. There was no Simon Belmont there. There was no Princess of Daisy. There wasn't anything of the new stuff that they had announced. Um, but yeah, it still feels great. I was able to try the... the um, Breath of the Wild stage, finally, Mm -hmm. and a few other stages that I hadn't yet. Um, But yeah, it it feels great. It feels very chaotic when playing with four people with items on Mm -hmm. to the point that like there were some times where I was like, I have no clue what is happening. And um, the way they set us up, it was always timed and never stocks. So, I mean, that probably changes everything, too. But either way, I think it's gorgeous. I think it's definitely deserve to be one of the most anticipated titles on the switch currently i'm excited to see what else they announce before the game comes out and what else they're going to add to it because like you were mentioning with super mario party it's kind of in the running trend of over delivering on content in this very very cool way it it goes to the name like it is the ultimate version of super smash brothers Mm -hmm. so far and if they nail the gameplay like i'm sure it'll it might surpass melee but i mean I feel like those people are just gonna die on that hill. And yeah, I don't think you can you can get them off of it.
0: No, it's it was it was smooth. Um Eric, if you have questions about either of them that you want to ask about Mario Party or Smash, like feel free to uh to jump in too. To so jump in.
1: <laughs> no, you're good. Um so where what's the biggest differences like what makes this Smash leaps and bounds? I mean, obviously, you're playing a alpha build, right? So it's yeah. There's going to be improvements, but why is this one so much greater for those of us who haven't played it?
0: I mean, it's still Smash, right? Like, it's not going to be. It's you know what you're getting. What I've noticed from playing so much Smash Four recently is the gameplay is is much smoother. It, okay. it, so much so that I'm like not really looking forward to going back and playing more smash Four. like it. It just felt really good. It felt like um, speed wise, like it was just in that pocket that that smash should be. And it's not like um, it's not quite as fast as melee, but it's close. So it, to me, that really lends itself to the, uh, the, the one V one play style, but you put in four people with items on the great plateau. And it was like, it was, it was nuts. <laughs> it was, yeah. it was crazy. And we, the so, and I played Mario and then I played the Inklings cause I just wanted to see what, uh, you know, what they were, what they were like. We even kind of had a little agreement with the four people that were playing. It was like, Hey, let's, let's check some moves real quick. Let's, you know, so it was, it was cool. It wasn't just like, so, I got to experiment a little bit with the inklings. Nice. Um and then we played uh uh Moray Towers, I believe is the name of it. It's the it's the Splatoon yeah. level. And at one point the uh the gal that was playing with us, I just watched her character just slowly fall all the way off and die and I was like she didn't even hit a button. She's like, I couldn't see where I was. Yeah. <laughs> I had no clue where I was. So I just watched it when I play. <laughs> so, so it's, it's frantic. Um, but I mean, recently on after the, I think it was like last Wednesday or I don't know, it was maybe a, a couple of weeks ago, we played uh, smash with items on four people. And it was just a good time. Like we just laughed. It was like the, Mm -hmm. the competition pretty much just went away and it was more like, Oh, what Pokemon am I going to hit you with? Or what, what trophy am I going to um, try to get out? And like, I even, I was like so determined to get the smash ball. I ended up up killing myself after I, after I snagged the thing, you know? So um, (laughs) it, it, there's going to be fun um, for all types. I, we, you can only play with the pro controller. That's all that was available. I asked the guy like, where's the GameCube controller? I was just messing with him, but I could tell he was a little annoyed. Like how many people are going to ask me this, you know? (laughs) And uh, it, it, it it felt all right. It was a little weird jumping into smash without a GameCube controller, even though I've have played on the DS some, but just having the buttons the way they are and not the giant a button in the middle. It kind of threw me off a little bit, but, but overall I'm, And obviously it's just the, just the alpha build or whatever. I'm, I'm super impressed by it and did not, did not feel like I was playing a port, (laughs) you know, (laughs) it felt like a, I mean, it felt like smash, but it didn't feel like, Oh, this is, this is just smash four with a new coat of paint. No, it, it, it's it's more fluid. It's, it's faster. Um, the, the graphics are better. It overall, it's just a, it's a better experience in my opinion. I don't know if that really answered your question, Eric. I hope it did.
1: Um I think so. I mean you you hit the speed is better, but not quite as fast as uh GameCube. Yeah. Um it's not just coat of paint. You, you got it. You took care of it. Yeah. Smooth. Very smooth, fluid. So So
0: unfortunately, the because of the line so I stood in that line for a while and then uh wandered around and I thought my boys were gonna be coming back, so I was like I didn't wait around to get into the other line to play Pokemon Go, Diablo 3, Starlink. Um they also had that uh the goose game was available to play. Yes. Called Untitled Goose Game, yeah. which I yeah. really hope they just stick with that name. Yeah, so that was there. Um
1: That might be my new game of the year, by the way.
0: It it could be be <laughs> a jerk goose, you know? Yeah. So is uh, there
1: any other kind of goose? Uh not really. Not, not
0: really. <laughs> no. Uh um, no. but while I was standing there, I did have uh I did have a conversation, like I said, with the um the employee that worked on Mario Party and talked to him at length about Starlink. And I could see people playing it, and man, it really <sighs> I feel like the art style for this game may be one of the reasons it's kind of, uh, that, that people may not be excited about it yet, Cause it kind of looks like a little, like a, like a nineties computer generated cartoon, <laughs> you know, like, just not very well, like just not very appealing throwing in star Fox helped, but like just watching the ships and watching the way it controls the guy said, it kind of has some, some MMO elements where like you're doing these gigantic boss fights and then ads will come out and you've got to take them out, hit the certain spot of the boss. It will open up and then expose another area that you can do damage to. And it, I, I don't know. I really, I really liked the way really? it looked and it like, I wish okay, I okay. I was kicking myself for not, not trying to, because by the time I was having this conversation, they had closed the line down altogether. And it, what was terrible is I'm sitting there in front of the Diablo three and no one's playing it. There were three open switches just right there. And I'm like, no way. Can I just, can I go in? Nobody was playing Starlink for after I watched the, the, there were some kids playing for a while and then they walked away. So it was just all sitting and I'm like, I can just go in and real quick, you know, like, so, yeah. But anyway, he kind of gave me his, his impressions of it. He really, he really enjoyed it and was excited to um, play it. Now, I mean, granted he's a Nintendo employee, but I mean, I didn't feel like he was putting on a, uh, like, um, I felt like he was being honest, you know, like he was like this. Cause I, I immediately said, is this, um, is this the Star Fox game we should have got with zero? And he was like, I've heard a lot of people say that, you know, (laughs) so um, I don't know. Then right next to the, where Diablo was set up, um, there was a gal working that booth and she, she had a different color. It wasn't a red Nintendo shirt, but I could still tell she was, well, she was actually from Blizzard hanging out in, in that booth. And so um, I immediately asked her about Overwatch and she's like, She goes, I wouldn't be standing here not screaming right now if Overwatch was coming to the Switch. So she's like, I have nothing for you. But um, we talked just a little bit about Diablo and basically like they really they really pushed hard to get uh, to keep it 60 frames Hmm. and, you know, to keep the 720 and the uh, the 960 so that it doesn't really stutter. They said with, you know, four players, multiple enemies on screen, like it still played smooth to the point that she said there were a number of, um, PC players that came through and like looked at her as they were playing and were like, this is, this is amazing that this is on a handheld. Like they were really impressed by it. So I thought that was saying something, um, and then I, I, I asked them a little bit about Pokemon Go just to I think I, I maybe asked somebody that went through the line, and they they said they they enjoyed it. They were excited to jump yeah. back into it. You know, um, it's it's good. It
2: seems to be the same demo from E three, um, which you I did don't play, right? The Pokeball. Yeah, yeah. So I, I did I did get to play some of it with the with that Pokeball, uh, which is smaller smaller than people are thinking, um, but it's. It is a hundred percent a remake of Pokemon Yellow. How how Good. big how big, big is it? Uh, Like <laughs> basketball like that big. like like it's like really basketball about that big. Wow, yeah, no, it's a basketball. <laughs> Night
0: Nightcrawler's like so. I could play the world ends with you with the pokeball. Like you probably could. no no somebody yeah.
2: somebody was asking that. I'm like you probably a hundred percent can, and that's probably a hundred percent the way that you should play that game.
1: <laughs> yeah, you'll probably be able to do Mario Party to some yeah. degree
2: yeah yeah it, yeah we'll talk about this single joy con stuff oh yeah the revolutionary Pokemon <laughs> right <laughs> In just a second <laughs> right it's kind of a theme this year it seems like oh a but he pokemon stuff looks great like that that game if you guys have ever played pokemon xd gale of darkness is that what it's called is a pokemon xd or dx i i'm not sure but pokemon gale <laughs> of darkness was a console game for the gamecube and it is like that where it seems like a fully fleshed out console rpg Except it's pokemon and it's beautiful okay cool so definitely cool. check that out
0: so another game i didn't get a chance to play because the lines were too long was killer queen black and they were demoing this on the switch there were pro controllers out front of this demo oh my goodness if uh if this game comes out before the end of the
2: year which i'm not sure if it's release date but i'm pretty sure it does either that or it's february it looks so fun like it's great.
0: It 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 looks like a classic arcade game that is just so goofy. Have you seen videos of this? Like Eric, have you seen this game at all?
1: Uh just in the initial um so when they first announced it I watched some of the arcade footage and it looks chaotic and and fun
0: you win in multiple ways, right? Like you either have to take out the queen or you have to get the snail across and I'm cracking up because you're these little, these little minions, they jump on this snail and start riding it. And it's just, it's barely moving across the screen. Like it's so (laughs) slow. And if another one gets in front and doesn't make the jump, the snail eats it. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like trying to get away and crawling away. I was, I was literally laughing out loud. Like it was, it was, it was super fun to watch. So, um,
2: really excited to try that game right if you guys want to try it out before it comes out i know you guys are near this place uh but ground control has an awesome setup for killer queen Uh that i more than heavily suggest but yeah killer queen is going to be a killer app on the switch whenever that comes out and i believe they've said it's
0: going to have online so that's going to be even even better um well and actually i think i saw a tweet from Andre from game explained saying it was one of the games coming out. Cause yeah. It, so it, it, really? I okay. think uh, I would assume he would know. And so probably coming yeah. out this year for the switch. So looking forward to that one. Yeah. Um, I talked to the devs, one of the devs of the messenger because I had been playing that all weekend and was just needed to shake somebody's hand. And so uh-huh. that was pretty cool getting to get in the chat with them. I chatted with uh, some of the guys from uh, uh devolver and, got hands-on with uh uh gato roboto roboto Roboto, i don't even know like i don't know what this is i picked it up started playing it this cat jumped out of the mech what do they call it like a cat mech like yeah it's a cat game um goofy black and white (laughs) controlled really, really well. Like the controls were tight, but like whoever left it, left it at like a boss fight that they couldn't beat. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing right now. Like I don't have any clue. At one point the cat jumped out of the mech and then got stepped on and killed. And I was like, Oh no, what did I, what have I done? And so, but it looks like it's going to be a good time. So um, I went hands on with that. The other one I went hands on with was a game called zombie rollers. And you're going to love this. It is a zombie pinball roguelite adventure game.
1: yeah you might as well say <laughs> fps rpg mmo as well rpg elements you gotta have elements <laughs> yeah it's rpg elements oh, so gosh, you gain xp <laughs> uh,
0: uh we did a little bit of dan and i were trying to find the name of this game i'm looking yeah I'm looking, for like 10 minutes yeah i'm looking everywhere well there's a z at the end of rollers so zombie rollers there's a z it's coming out to the switch in 2019 i hadn't seen it announced anywhere um So I just, I saw that it had the little Switch logo. So I started chatting with the guy. And uh, um, what you do is it's like, and it is available on mobile is what we found out beforehand. So you can check it out on iOS and Android. But you, you basically start off by firing a crossbow with some kind of cannonball in it or whatever. And then, then it opens up to paddles like you're playing pinball. But as you're taking out these zombies, their heads roll down and they become balls as well. And you can smack them around the course and try to get to bonus areas and, and things like that. So, um, it actually seemed pretty fun, especially with games like Yoku's Island Express, stuff like that, that are like these weird takes on pinball. I was, uh, I enjoyed it. It seemed, it seemed like it would be a good, um, a good fit on the switch. And you like play this, there's like a little Island that you're, you're, it's not like, you literally just kind of move your guy from square to square and then play the level. You're not, it's not like Yoku's where you're, you're like platforming and then playing pinball. So, but you level up and that kind of stuff. So, um, Dan, were there any other titles that you went hands on with?
2: Oh yeah. Oh, there's a lot of different games, um, that I went hands on with. Um, I'll just go through like a list of them and talk about them for a while. And then you just stop me. You just tell me tell me when I should stop because there are way too many of them. Um, But I I had a great time at PAX. I went all four days and um, I'm exhausted. still. I I really I'm just going to sleep after this, to be honest with you. But I checked out. um, Suda uh, not Suda 51 sweary 65s, his two new games, both of which are coming to switch. I believe you already know about the missing from Arc System Works josh or you're at least playing the missing i feel like you were talking about the missing i don't think Do you know so. that i don't think so are you talking about the messenger okay yeah, there's too many the, games just, that have similar titles I, yeah, yeah the missing then i guess i'm gonna be introducing it to y'all but sweary uh you know he hot off the kickstarter campaign for the good life he's the developer of deadly premonition and d4 and the missing is about it's a 2d platformer that is completely constructed with 3d. So it's polygonal, but it's a 2d platformer where you play as this woman solving this mystery. And that's all they'll tell me because it's like spoiler zone and it's supposed to be a surprise, but the mechanics were very interesting. It involved me having to like purposefully trip over logs and, and, spikes and everything so that my character would lose their limbs and then i would use those limbs to trigger other traps and solve puzzles or set myself on fire so i can set other things it is so bizarre (laughs) but it is so intuitive and fun and also somewhat janky it is a sweary game (laughs) but it is coming to switch and i definitely definitely make sure you guys have it on your radar because i talked to sweary about it And Guy is awesome. He's a great, very sweet guy. He used to be a Buddhist priest, or he still is. He's officially licensed. And so he tries to have these philosophies when making video games. And his philosophy for this one was basically talking about, like, death and, like, getting, like amputated and like making the most of it in your life is like some really deep stuff but it works as a game mechanic and it's very morbid and dark and it's gonna be right up some people's alleys gonna definitely not be up some people's alleys but make sure you at least give it a gander because um it's it's gonna be one of the more interesting titles on switch and i think it's a huge risk especially since Arc System Works is publishing it. So it's not just some like self-published title. Mm. Uh, The other game he put out is um, uh, The Good Life, which is that Kickstarter-backed game. And I was able to play a little bit of it there. And uh, have you guys heard of The Good Life at all?
1: Negative. No,
2: (laughs) negative. Negative on... Have you guys even heard of Swery 65? hockey sweary no
1: oh my god sounds familiar but no oh probably man. not okay
2: so let me pitch you on the good life the good life is basically you come to this town you're a photojournalist it's a small british town you accidentally break this vase and a animal crossing you are paying off this loan while <laughs> doing random jobs for people in this town but then this murder happens and all of a sudden you're solving this murder but then at night everybody turns into either dogs or cats and you have to solve the mystery behind that and there's so many different layers to it but it is a truly fascinating game um it doesn't have to it won't have to like really worry about funding or anything since it already has been kickstarter funded so mm-hmm. i they, they can do whatever they want mm-hmm. but uh it has a really cool art style it's kind of like paper mache uh, much different than the missing which has a very dark and brooding and very kind of gory j horror art style so that was another one that i played and i thought the the game's gonna be too different like it's a 3d sort of exploration game and it's it reminds me a lot of animal crossing there's a lot of swearing in it surprisingly because it's kind of cutesy and stuff and then like when you're like when you find the body it's like just a string of curse words from the main character um, but good voice acting and everything like that. Uh, in terms of stuff that I played that wasn't by sweary. Uh, have you guys heard of toe jam and Earl at all? No. What's that? Yeah, okay. we have. <laughs> okay. okay. I was worried. I was like, I was like, Oh, you guys not heard of toe jam and Earl. So I, that's Sega the one that's coming out. Yeah. It was originally a Sega Genesis I'm just, game. I'm just um, kidding. They own the, they own the, they don't own the IP anymore. It's owned by Greg Johnson, the creator of toe jam. Thankfully. Um, and they're self-publishing that because, again, Kickstarted everything like that. And I played that on the Switch and everything because it's coming to the Switch. Great multiplayer game. It's the same thing as the first game, except just kind of reimagined from the ground up. Completely HD, hand-drawn animation. It's beautiful. And I played it because um, I was able to take my girlfriend with me to PAX. Uh, we played it together for probably two hours, just chilling um and talking to people and it's the sort of game where you you and a friend kick back listen to an album or something while playing it hmm. and i had a ton of fun with that uh the last game or last two games is two games okay yeah, two yeah. more games yeah, okay josh okay yeah. cool you reminded me of me. one other so yeah you're good now. okay gotcha um do you guys have any questions first of all for any of those other three no no we're at all okay gotcha. not yet not yet, gotcha, not yet. um so I, I also played this game called Wander Song. And have, you, have either of you guys heard of Wander Song at all? Mm-mm. And this is okay, these, are these are all Switch. These are all Switch. These are all Switch. Don't worry. Don't. Don't worry, Josh. I'm not going to throw a PS4 game in here. I'm not going <laughs> to talk about how, how good Spider-Man is. <laughs> but Wander Song is coming to Switch. Uh, it was kickstarted, um, funded, and made by a very, very sweet guy named Greg uh, Greg Lobanov, which we talked to and had a great lengthy conversation with. And it's a very chill, positive game. If I could describe the art style, it's kind of like South Park, except obviously not raunchy, just like cardboard cutouts. Mm-hmm. And the entire game is centered around the concept of this music wheel that you have, where on the right stick of the Joy Con, you can choose eight different notes. And they're all, it's like a color wheel, except it's for music and you completely control it. all uh wind waker or ocarina of time. And so all of the game's mechanics at the combat, the puzzles, everything is centered around this. And apart from it, it is a 2d side scrolling adventure game and it's very, very gorgeous and beautiful. And I I'm sure it's going to be a huge hit on switch. Um, and it's coming to other platforms obviously, but the switch version was the one that I played and according to him it started as a 4 to 5 hour game kind of just centered around these games mechanics and then it turned into a 13 to 15 hour epic and much as it is a chill music game it will evolve into like other musical genres and he didn't want to divulge too much because that is a part of the surprise but he's saying to expect like other genres to be introduced so it's going to be a very dynamic experience <laughs> um but the last game damn view uh, which is what it is called. I don't know. Have you guys heard of Damn View at all? Mm. Okay, gotcha. This is great. I love talking to you guys about these <laughs> new games. Yeah. Now, I'm going to have to take you away from PAX to the Grand Hyatt uh, to a an appointment that was set up via Twitter DMs because I saw a trailer for this game and was so excited for it. And when I get there, it is three lovely European guys who are here to show me this game on a laptop in this hotel lobby and this game is called Damn view and it is like stardew valley except instead of working crops you are working at a laundromat instead of this beautiful (laughs) farm town you are working in the gritty streets of new york instead of making a character The developers decided you can't because you can't make your own character in life and it's completely randomly generated who you end up being. It's all anthropomorphic animals that you play. Uh, It's top down and you basically do whatever you want in this town to make sure that you can pay rent to make sure that you don't get put in jail to make sure that you don't get killed and Maybe working at the laundromat, like you're not going to be able to do that forever and be able to pay rent and be able to eat at the same time. And maybe you have to go to the streets and maybe sell illicit substances in order to pay rent. But then the cops might get you or you might get enraptured in some big mafia war and like all of these different dynamic things that make this a very ambitious game that is coming to switch. Don't worry. Not sneaking a PS4 game in here, but it's coming to Switch and I I think it's going to be massively replayable because nothing about this game is fun in, in, in the way that it's like this is making me feel good. It's in the sense that it is extremely rewarding to be able to pay your rent, to be able to live in this other world and just make stuff work and like hold on this sounds like terrible real life
1: pause 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 you just said it's terribly rewarding to pay your rent yes yes. we have different tastes in video games dude i gotta tell I,
2: I, i know i know this might it might not be something up anybody's alley and these people were very much nihilistic about the world view and about capitalism and this is kind of their statement about it but i found something massively rewarding with being able to drive home and only three quarters of the way my gas had run out And then I got to walk the remaining distance because I made it three fourths of the way. And today was a good day, I guess. But it it is that sort of thing where it's different anthropomorphic animals. And everybody on Twitter has been like, oh, can I be a cat person? Can I be like a rooster? Can I be this? And it's, yeah, they're like, no, it's randomly generated what your species will be. And if you're a ferret. Like dogs aren't going to like you. Like there's this built in racism and like bias. <laughs> and I just think it is so ambitious that it's going to be right up my alley because I love Stardew Valley. I love Animal Crossing. But just the concept of being able to like figure out how to make things work in this very punishing environment sounds very, very cool to me, especially with the style that it's wrapped up in. But that's a, that's the a last one. Okay. That's the last one I want to end on is that beautiful downer. Oh, it's good. It's good. It sounds uh, super fun. Keep, keep it on your list, guys. <laughs> Damn view. They said it would be out in Q2 2019, but also told me that, like, I couldn't go to various places in the demo because it might break. So oh. I doubt it'll come
1: out by then. Yeah. yeah. Well, if it's anywhere as realistic as they're trying to push, it'll get pushed back because life
2: yeah, they, <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> all the chat is saying is uh, first look Friday. Can't <laughs> wait for me to stream this. Oh yeah, it's going to be it's going to be great. Going to be great. Um so I didn't get to go hands on with it, but I spent some time watching uh, the Sonic uh go-kart game that's coming out. Sonic Racing. Yeah. Uh to be like to be perfectly honest, it looked really squirrely and not all that impressive. So yeah. uh you know it's pretty tough when you're jumping into a genre with Mario Kart really like to to try to compete with that you better you you got to be Diddy Kong Racing and it even came up short but um yeah you know- <laughs> yeah So speaking of real quick uh Diddy Kong Racing or Mario 64 or Mario Kart 64 Dan. just in general or yeah, which, oh, which okay. one okay uh, mario kart 64 okay. that's, that's all we needed to know that's am another... i gonna
1: get stabbed
0: nope, now you're fine you're good
1: <laughs> i know the general area you live in so <laughs> okay that's true
0: <laughs> so yeah i mean graphically it looks cool but it's just the the way the racing looked it just seemed it 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 gave you the impression that the car wasn't really moving this the track was and so i was like "Well, this is this is odd i mean i understand that's kind of how racing games work but like
1: it just i don't know it was it was it was kind of strange why is yeah. sonic sonic is fast on his own why is he driving stuff I don't like know. i've like, never understood this why are we is it a flintstones car like what's the point
0: I, it was knuckles all i saw was knuckles driving so um, that's true <laughs> so uh anyway that's that let's uh let's wrap this up with our uh with our uh talking point of the single
2: joy-con <laughs> play this entire this um, entire podcast this has is been
0: this i'm gonna the use the sound bit. for when people use the uh uh a bad word to kick this talking point off because it's just i'm worried okay so this seems to be A thing, right? Mario Party, the world ends with you, Pokemon Go,
1: like. It makes sense for Mario Party, though, similar to a one, two switch. Like you kind of expect that kind of game to lend itself to that. Mm -hmm. That's where my love for the single Joy-Con stops, though.
0: Yeah. (laughs) What? I mean, you said it right off the bat. It's a deal breaker for the world ends with you. Like, not not happening.
1: Yeah, I wasn't planning on buying Pokemon Go either. Um, oh, I just I don't I don't want to play games that way. I don't find that I'm a you know I'm a purist. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I like having a controller in my hand or playing the uh, you know Switch and handheld like a handheld console. Mm-hmm. I don't I just don't want to play one handed. Weird. I I don't even like playing in split Joy Con configuration. So some people really enjoy playing Zelda that way. I didn't like it. I tried it for about thirty seconds and I said nope, I don't like this. So um it's just not for me. I I don't like it. Dan, what about you? Where are you at with this? I mean
2: I think I think with the switch champion and pioneering the whole like, oh, play anything, any way, anywhere. I, I think it's just like goes against the messaging whenever it's not like that. So, I mean, I one part in me is like, oh, I, I kind of don't. I kind of not into this, like with the, the whole Pokemon thing. Um, has it been confirmed? It's like only one Joy-Con because like, I mean, for the most part, that is how I'll they seem like they want you to play it considering like the Pokeball accessory, et cetera. But I mean, playing one, two switch was kind of eh. like, I, I don't know. I, I haven't seen any game as of yet. And it might be super Mario party that does it right. That has been, Oh, you can only use one joy con. And it's been something where I'm like, this is an okay sacrifice for me to not just be sitting down with my pro controller right now. So I, I don't know. It's not too much of a deal breaker. I feel like I'm kind of in the middle with the world ends with you. I think it's kind of silly with super Mario party. I think it's just what it's going to be like. And I think I'll be able to make it work. So.
0: And there's been a few other indie titles that have had this too. Yeah. Um, I personally don't mind playing solo, like with the single joy con, I got big hands right? Like if I try to play Mario Kart or street fighter, you know, for a long period of time, that's uncomfortable. My hands are going to cramp Mario party. I feel like it is a must. I feel like having the single joy con plays a must because of the games like that frying pan game. Like you, you literally have so many more options for games, having these motion controls. We've seen recently like the river raft, uh, game where they're, they're rowing, um, you know, one of the games I played was uh, that we played at, at PAX was like you tilted the Joy-Con forward like you were holding it as if you were playing yeah. it normally, but you just tilted it forward and you rolled a barrel and then you would turn to try to avoid the the grass and then you would try to stay on the, the path um, so that, you know, I, 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 I didn't mind that. And then there was another one where you kind of had to like um, almost like rotate it kind of like in a figure eight to get a little tricycle to um, to move. The Joy-Con motion controls work really well, like surprisingly well. Like it's, it's, it's pretty accurate. The reason I kind of liked it with Mario party is that switching to some of those motion games, you weren't stuck just holding the Joy-Con like a controller the whole time. So you can relax your hands a little bit and not have to be like, so, you know, and because Mario party has take, you take turns, that kind of stuff. Like, I don't think single Joy-Con is going to be an issue whatsoever for me. And when we first had like overcooked and we wanted to play with multiple people, like there were times it was just easier just to, just as everybody has their own Joy-Con and we would go for it. Snipperclips was the same way. When that game first came out, it was single Joy-Con only. You couldn't, you couldn't play any other way. So I think in a way, I'm I, maybe I'm used to it. We have one, to Switch. We played a lot of those games. And so I'm not so taken, like, I'm not so taken aback by it, right? It doesn't, it doesn't, um, it doesn't bother me all that much. But I mean, I've seen comments where they're like, no pro support, no pro controller support for Mario Party,
1: I'm out, you know? And it's like. That yeah. one's kind of weird to me because you, you're not going to be able to play if just looking at the mini games, you're not going to be able to use the pro controller. On most of those anyways. Like it just wouldn't have worked. Like the rowing of the boat right. Like that's just going to be yeah. dumb to do. With the pro controller. So I I agree with people. On others. And any other game that is a twin stick. Capable game. Should support the pro controller 100%. You know I. I just. For Mario Party. It doesn't bother me. Because I'm going to play that with people. You know, you're going to be passing the Joy-Con around. Even if we're playing online, I can get behind playing one controller on that. I, for a single player experience or for, you know, story-based game or anything else where I'm not passing the controller around, I wish we could use either both or a pro controller or, you know, standard handheld mode.
0: Yeah, I'm. I mean, I get it. I get just having the option. Snipper Clips eventually released updates that allowed for the Pro Controller, you know, and Good. allowed you to play with the Joy-Con grip. The other, the other thing with Mario Party is, I feel like Mario Party is a game that that is uh, constantly plagued by this. Kind of feels like more of the same, right? Well, having multiple uh, motion control games allows for just so much more variety in gameplay yeah i think i think overall that's a that's a really good thing because you know the rowing the 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 flipping that frying pan game was super fun like i could see myself playing that mini game over and over again like it was one of those games that was like this 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 left an impression you know whereas like the the other one where you kind of just run around and dodge um uh, oh yeah dodge yeah. the football players that are trying to trying to take you yeah. out or whatever you know it just felt like a chaotic uh Mario Party game that you could play with just your your typical controller but um overall i i think i'm 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 okay with it the world ends with you i'm not sure about that you know like but again i'm more i want to i before i like uh decide I'm not, I'm, I'm against it or whatever. I want to see how it plays because I had no problem getting used to Super Mario Galaxy on the Wii. And that didn't, I didn't, that was not the way I wanted to play that game. I yeah. wanted to play that game with the, uh, with the classic controller, but it wasn't an option. You had to be able to have that waggle. So, uh, and once I, once I just spent a little time with it, I, I got used to it. So, um, it, <sighs> I think I think what it like, I think what Nintendo has against it doing this kind of stuff is it's against traditional gameplay styles. That you know, I, I think some people just want to have their options and want to play yeah. want to play some things traditionally. But like I said with Mario Party, I feel it would be so limited if all we had was an analog stick and the buttons to play mini games that it would uh, it would take some of the fun away from it. I don't know, Dan. What what? What do you think about this?
2: I mean, I, I thought it was interesting that you brought up the Wii era because that's, that's where I feel like that mainly happened for me where I, I was like, this is how I want to enjoy this game. And, and I think a great example of this is uh, Metroid Prime Other M not Metroid Prime Other M, but Metroid Semicolon Other M, <laughs> which um, had the whole gimmick where it was entirely with the Wii Remote, and then you like turned it sideways, and then all of a sudden it was first person, and you were shooting right. if you needed to do that. And I, I, thought, I thought that was an interesting idea, but it wasn't the way I wanted to play a Metroid game at all. And I think I think for the most part, it's going to be something that we see more of, Um, To be honest, because I I feel like towards the beginning of the Switch's lifespan, we had those things where it was play it any way that you want. And now we're going to get more stuff as more games come out where it's like, no, specifically, we want you to play with the right Joy-Con when you're not playing Undocked. And I don't know. I think it's going to be that sort of thing where it's going to affect people's reception towards games, um, depending on what how effective the certain implementation is it'll definitely affect whether or not people pick it up or not oh there were
0: some indie titles that were like strictly touch or strictly yeah. um handheld i was like this is this is not for me that's yeah <laughs> i mean that's not what the console is, is yeah this is not for me because it's like this is this is mobile gaming at that point <laughs> and if mm-hmm. i wanted to do that i'd do it on my phone so yeah um so yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see how things go with Ooh, the well. uh with the uh solo joy-con. <laughs> um uh I think that's gonna do it. So uh here really? we go. Okay. That's that's gonna <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna wrap this thing up here. We're all right. Uh Dan,
2: tell people where they can find you. Oh, where they can find me? Many places, surprisingly. Um, you'll be able to see a lot of my PAX coverage, including video stuff on Gameumentary, which is exactly how it sounds, is how it's spelled, game plus documentary. It's a YouTube channel. We do video game documentaries, and a lot of my interviews and developer stuff is going to be there. Uh, as well, you can find anything that I write. Um, I'll be tweeting about it on my Twitter, which is twitter.com slash shadowforks or at shadowforks forks. So that's where you can find me.
1: All right, Eric, how about you, bud? Uh, Twitter. Twitch is still I'm on Twitch, but I I need to figure out my schedule. So that's, you know, (laughs) Uh, discord all hate zero zero spelt X E R O Um, join our discord. There's too many people to keep up if you lose a couple of minutes. Um, it's turned into a huge, it's not, I don't even want to call it a community now. It's like a, it's like a compound. You know, we've, <laughs> we've, we've grown um, crazy levels. So, so join the fun, join the debate.
0: Yeah. Come hang out. Guys, you can follow me on Twitter at N64josh. You can follow this show at Npowercast. The show notes for this episode will be N64josh.com slash NPC. If you want to email us, it's NPC at N64josh.com. You got a question, comment, concern, you know, hit us up. I'm still putting news articles up on the regular. Um, if you want to be able to uh, keep up with uh, some some Nintendo news n64josh.com. You can check it out there. Uh, audibletrial.com slash NPC gets you a free audiobook of your choice. Blood, Sweat, and Pixels I highly recommend. Uh, Console Wars also really good. Yeah. The, the chair I'm sitting in is from OPC. You go to n64josh.com slash Seat and you automatically save $10 at checkout. There is currently a back-to-school sale going, so... Uh, so Don't don't miss it. Good deals on excellent chairs. I have a Patreon if you want to check it out. For just a dollar, you get yourself an extra podcast each month. And that's patreon.com slash n64josh. There are other tiers available as well. Like Eric said, join the Discord. n64josh.com slash Discord it, we're we're just about to 500 people so it's, it's it's it is getting crazy but lots of people coming in um from the smash bros cast and uh you know so we're playing smash we're playing rocket league we're playing fortnite we're playing mario part mario kart uh soon to be mario party um it's good it's a good time good time a lot of, a lot of stuff to talk about Um, Even seeing some people getting into Monster Hunter, which is cool. So we do have a Facebook group as well, n64josh.com slash Facebook group. You can come hang out there if that is your uh, um, platform of choice. If you have a second, you can rate and review on iTunes. We would greatly, greatly appreciate it. And uh, lastly, if you could do me a favor, if you could share this episode with uh, even just one person. Throw it up on your on your social media, on your Twitter, on your your Facebook, whatever. Your Snapchat. Let people know you're listening to Nintendo PowerCast. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much. We'll see you in the next episode.